All right, my friends, we are back with another episode, and this week we are going to get into the weeds a little bit. We're going to talk about creatine, what it is, what you need to know about it, and whether or not you should be supplementing it. I feel like there's a lot of misinformation around creatine, and we're going to go over some myths and maybe some facts that you should know. And then my recommendations, if you are choosing to supplement or choosing not to supplement, how much you should be taking, maybe brands, and the type that you should be taking. So we're just going to dive right in. So as we know, or you may not actually know this, creatine is one of the most studied supplements available on the market. There are a bunch of different, like, varieties offering, you know, different promises. They're definitely not all true and they definitely are not all worth your money. So keep that in mind. There are different kinds and they don't all do what they actually say they do because that's marketing in today's age, especially with health and fitness products. So how does creatine actually work? Bear with me with this one because I'm going to be diving into the weeds a little bit you know, maybe take you back to like high school chemistry days with this one. But I'm going to try and keep it as simple as possible. So how does it actually work within your body? Why, why would we even supplement creatine? So your body has this fuel source. It's called adenosine triphosphate or ATP for short. Okay, that ATP, that's your body's like main fuel source. It powers pretty much every process within your body. Okay. That's the most readily available energy source. An ATP is made up of one adenosine molecule and three phosphate molecules, hence the triphosphate. Okay. So one adenosine and three phosphate molecules. When you're exercising, ATP is dephosphorylated. So basically, one of those phosphate molecules is removed. So now you're left with adenosine diphosphate. Okay, one adenosine, two phosphates. Bear with me, okay? (laughs) So the energy that's made from this process, right, that's made from the process of making ADP is short-lived in your muscle, right? That's what gets used up. That's a process that happens during like intense bouts of exercise. So in order to continue this process, your body has to convert that ADP back into ATP. It's got to get that phosphate back in order to become ATP again and continue that process so you have readily available energy. So where does creatine actually come in? Creatine basically jumps right into your muscles and forms creatine phosphate. So being the generous creatine that it is, it gives up that phosphate. So now you can go from ADP adding back a phosphate. So you now have three of them back to ATP. (laughs) So now you have adenosine triphosphate, 
right? You're back to what you originally had. It helps make that process, that conversion more efficient and it gives your body more resources to do that. Can your body on its own like resynthesize ATP from ADP? Yes, that's a natural process that your body does. But with creatine, it's going to be faster and you're going to have more available energy. So this is going to allow you to fatigue a lot slower during workouts. You might actually have more energy readily available. You're going to fatigue slower. And people found like their maximum like strength output has gotten higher. They, you know, go longer without feeling that like muscle burn and fatigue. If you know what I'm talking about, like when you do a set of 10 back squats or really anything above like six to eight reps and you start to get that actual like burn in your muscle that everybody calls lactic acid, which is not actually what it is. And we're going to talk about that later. Um, Not in this episode, but maybe in a different episode because that's not true. But that's what everybody calls it, right? That muscle burn, you experience that a lot later on, right? That fatigue, that burn, it's delayed when you have that more readily available energy that creatine helps your body produce. So studies have actually found that supplementing creatine can increase work capacity and like max effort by like 5 to 15%. So actually a decent like noticeable chunk. Now keep in mind there will be some non-responders. I don't have the number offhand, but there are a certain percentage of people that will be non-responders that will not see a benefit or a noticeable benefit to supplementing creatine. That is a possibility, but it does have uh, or it's very clearly been found to improve your work capacity, your max effort, your um, capacity for hypertrophy, so putting on muscle. Um, as well as just your your overall energy capacity and then your fatigue level. Does this mean that more is better, right? If you just like downed a tub of creatine a day, would that actually help you? No, your muscle can only uptake so much creatine. So once your muscles are totally saturated, you won't actually benefit from more. And we're going to go over what the recommendation is and how much you should actually take day to day, as well as if you should do a loading phase or not do a loading phase. And we're going to dive into more of that. But this is just to say more is not better. There is a limit on how much uh, creatine will actually benefit you. So how much though? There are two ways that you can actually do this. So you can just start supplementing creatine at five grams per day, every single day. This is the one like downside to the supplement is you have to take it every single day. It's not really going to benefit you if you don't, if you know, you're like me with taking fish oil where you're like, oh, I should probably do that. And it's been two days since you last took it. It's something you have to take habitually. Every day. It has to become part of your routine. But you can also do a loading phase for the first like five to seven days that you're taking creatine. You can take 20 to 25 grams 
every single day, and that'll just help saturate your muscles, but it is not needed. You do not have to do that. If you just start taking creatine, you will notice the benefits. It might just take a little bit longer. If you do that loading phase, you might just notice those benefits a little bit sooner. Now, what kind of creatine? If you didn't know, there are multiple kinds of creatine. Creatine is actually pretty cheap. It's probably one of the most affordable supplements on the market, but please make sure that it is creatine monohydrate. There are actually, like I said, a few other kinds of creatine, but based on the evidence, monohydrate, creatine monohydrate has been found to be superior to other forms of creatine. So if you're going to go with one supplement, that's the one to go with. It's probably the most affordable. Most of the time, companies that are marketing a slightly different kind of creatine are trying to sell you on different benefits, and it's going to be more expensive. So find just basic, clean creatine monohydrate from a company that you trust. I personally use Legion for all of my supplements. And if you want more information about their products, you can shoot me a message. I have a discount code and can get you all of that information. That's who I primarily use for my creatine supplementation, or I have taken creatine from bulk supplements. You can get it in either capsule form or powder, whatever your preference is. Now, let's talk about who should supplement creatine. I personally believe as a coach uh, that diet and habits should come first, right? And then worry about supplementation. But I also believe supplements can help fill gaps and add to your overall just quality of your lifestyle, If you are crushing your protein goals, you're hitting the gym consistently, and you'd like to see like better results in the gym, maybe you want to put on some muscle, it might be time to supplement creatine. But just remember, it does have to be taken daily to fully reap the benefits. I'm going to like drive that point home because that is kind of the like, I guess one downside to the supplement is you do have to take it every single day. Uh, If you miss a day, and I have done this before where I've missed a day either from traveling or forgetting to pack it or just forgetting in general, I've just doubled up my dose the next day. Will it make a huge difference? No, one day is not a big big deal. But when you go several days or several weeks, that's where you start to uh, run into not necessarily issues, but you're no longer going to reap those benefits. So make sure that you are doing it daily if you're going to take it. But the point here is you can absolutely supplement creatine. Is it necessary? Definitely not. You should not feel pressured to take really any supplement, especially if you cannot afford to take a supplement. But it is not a supplement that is necessary. Will you reap some additional benefits from your training if you take it? Probably, but that doesn't mean anything if you are struggling to stay consistent in the gym, struggling to hit your protein goals, struggling with your nutrition. This is not the area that I would put your focus. If you're crushing those things and you're feeling consistent and confident in your routine and your habits right now, then there would be absolutely no harm to supplementing 
creatine. If you feel like it's something you want to try out, don't expect to see immediate results or just like feel phenomenal uh, right off the bat. I personally stopped taking it leading up to our wedding in July because I was hitting the gym like one to maybe three days a week if I was lucky. And I have literally just this week, the week of uh, the end of August, have started to get more consistent with three to four days a week. And so I have not included creatine back into my routine yet because during that season, I wasn't showing up to the gym consistently. It didn't really make sense to me to be supplementing something that would support my performance when I really wasn't performing <laughs> regularly like I wanted to be. And I definitely noticed a difference personally from my my own experience that when I went back into the gym, I had a new phase. I had some higher volume stuff. I definitely was more fatigued. I definitely felt that like burn much sooner during my workouts. And I was actually more sore. My recovery was not as good. So could this totally be like a placebo in my own head? Totally, because we know placebos are a real thing, uh, but it could be a combination of things because it was definitely noticeable and I didn't really put two and two together until after a few of my workouts and I had been sore for almost a week. (laughs) My body was just like, what happened to our creatine? And so there is definitely those benefits to supplementing creatine, but don't expect it to be like a night and day difference if you start taking creatine. It is probably one of my most recommended supplements uh, for clients when they start to be more consistent with their routine. Most people do not start off supplementing creatine. Usually clients are with us six to 12 months before we're like, hey, you might consider this, but it is not necessary. It is something to add to your supplement line if you just want that added benefit. And lastly, there is a slight chance that it will cause water retention because it is causing your muscles to hold on to more water. This is something that there's some misinformation out there uh, around uh, because some companies will claim that their creatine doesn't cause water retention, which means you're actually missing out on some benefits because this water retention, this water in your muscle could actually be helpful for growing muscle if that's your goal. So that water retention could actually be a good thing. And it's not going to be insanely noticeable. You just might notice your muscles being a little bit fuller. And again, not a bad thing, especially if you want to grow muscle. Now, that is all I have for you on creatine today. If you found this episode helpful, if you like episodes like this where maybe I pick apart a supplement or dive into a topic a little bit deeper, like I have with protein and uh, other topics in the past, I would love your feedback on that. I enjoy doing deeper dives into topics like this. If you found this helpful, share it with a friend, share it on social media, tag me at Ambitious Coaching, and make sure you jump inside our free Facebook community. 
It is linked in the show notes every week, but I share all sorts of free resources. We're about to kick off a free 21-day challenge starting September 4th. So jump in there. If you want to join, make sure you check that out.